0: I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified.
1: Hello, hello, Amplify You family. I'm Michelle Abraham here, your host, and I am bringing you an awesome behind the mic interview today with one of our very own podcasters, Nellie Harden. Nelly is the co-host, not the co-host, you are the host <laughs> of the 6570 Family Project, which is an amazing podcast in the parenting space. Nellie, come on in and say hi. I can't wait for our audience to get to know you. Hello.
2: Thank you so much. I'm, I'm very happy to be here.
1: Oh, well, it's been so great to have you here. And it's been really cool to see your podcast grow. I think what you're saying and what you're doing on it is really making an impact on your listeners. What's been your favorite thing about having your podcast so far? Oh, hands down, it is
2: just meeting the people. Um, I, I love getting the, um, the information out there, the messages out there, and then mm-hmm. hearing feedback from people. So I meet people that way. And then through the interview process and being interviewed on other podcasts, I have just met some of the most genuine, amazing people that my life would never have run into otherwise. Um, so yeah, it's just been a really neat process of getting to know more stories. I I, I like to say I collect <laughs> people's stories. And so, um, yeah, I love to collect people's stories, help develop people's stories. And I've been able to do that more with podcasting.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm all about the relationships you meet through podcasting too. Yes. So Awesome. Yeah. Um, and how have you heard feedback from your audience on like your show? like what are their thoughts on it?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's funny, you know I hear uh, I hear things from people on the other other parts of the world. I met um, someone in Madagascar that has been listening, and we started a relationship and talking, and I'm like, I never would have been able to, you know, uh, have this relationship that with someone that lives in Madagascar. You know, I, right. when we were talking about it, I asked my daughter, we have this big map in our uh, dining room. And I was like, do you know where Madagascar is? <laughs> and one of them went over and pointed right to it. And the other one was like, where, <laughs> but, um, Anyway, yeah, so uh, great feedback on it, um, and it's developed over time it's uh, I started it last August now, and just mm-hmm. the focus has been able to get more and more and more in tune with the direction of my work with the direction uh, of the experts that I have on um, so it's i'd say it's been one of the most rewarding experiences and mm-hmm. helped me as a speaker and formulating my own message as well. Mm. Podcasting has definitely been a huge impact to that.
1: Mm. I love that. And if we can share with our it's just a little bit about your show. You're really helping parents become the architects of their family, which is super cool. And I love the name of your show, 6570 Project, Family Project. Now, people must be like, what's 6570? It sounds like an address, right? <laughs> well, I'll let you share what it is because it's really unique.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the 6570 family project really comes from the idea of that we have 6,570 days in 18 years. And that really is how many days we can wake up and be intentional, how many days we can be that highest influence, highest impact uh, person in their lives as their parent. And the fact is, we are that whether we try to or not, whether we're really good at it or not, or whether we're even there or not. And so... Sixty-five, seventy, or 6,570 days. Yeah, that is how many days we have in our 18 years of the parenthood childhood dynamic.
1: That's so crazy. (laughs) Never would have thought of that number until you started sharing that. I was like, that is so incredible. Such a unique uh, number. And so can you share us with us a little bit about like, your business is now focused more like on the second stage of childhood Mm -hmm. where that kind of big shift happens. So tell us a little bit about what you do with parents and kids and, and around what stage is that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the first uh, part of childhood is really about the um, building for them. Right. You are pouring everything into them. You're giving that f- them that physical uh, nurturing that they need to do and that food and water and shelter and all the things. Right. Think about a baby when they first can- come home from the hospital in those first um, few years. And then you're also giving them security. Right. And so those are really the first uh, the um, two things that are really, really developed in that first half of childhood. Now, is there some more things that are in there The love and belonging? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's more so building that very strong foundation of physical insecurity with some other things. Um, you know, I look at it as uh, like two long triangles and the base of um, the uh, love and I'm sorry, the um, physical and security is really big in the beginning and tapers off when they start to take over a lot of that of their own. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, toward the end of childhood, whereas during the second half of childhood, that is where love and belonging really kick in, especially because they start having experiences outside of the family. Mm -hmm. You know, when they're younger, you as their parent are dictating where they're going, what they're eating, what they're, you know, how they're dressing, um, you know, uh, you know, what you're doing on the weekends and all of this stuff. But then as they get older, they're really starting to take on some of the, those responsibilities of themselves, And finding love and belonging, not just in home, but in school, in their friend circles, in their sports teams, in their clubs. Um, and all of these things. So love and belonging, and then self-esteem, and then definitely your uh, confidence, respect, and uh, wisdom, which is the very top and where you want to get them before they leave um, their childhood experience. So that's the other triangle, which starts out small and then tapers up and is the biggest part before they leave home. And in the middle, there's this you know great, I call it the great transition in your parenting, because mm-hmm. you're going from this place of I am building everything for them to, I am building everything with them. And it's this beautiful partnership that takes place where you lock arms with your kid. You're still the captain of the team, but you are locking arms with your child because you are building their life with them. And like you said earlier, I, I call parents architects because we are, designing, planning, and building the beginning of someone else's life. And that's a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, and so during this great transition, we're really locking arms with them to go forward.
1: Mm, I love that so much. Um, just such an inspiration for parents. You're a mom of four, uh, you've got four daughters and you've been homeschooling them for the last seven years, right? Yes.
2: Yes. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. So, um, when COVID hit and everyone had to start, well, not everyone, but 98 <laughs> yeah percent of Everyone else joined yeah in the yeah, um, so good. it was interesting and that's um you know when i started uh moving into helping families develop disciplines in that way i've been working with family and and creating mm-hmm. positive disciplines for 10 plus years now but when the pandemic hit you know i started helping in the school way and it was interesting and then um you know that has mostly, most kids are back to school now. So, um, uh, but it was a beautiful thing to be able to help parents, um, look at their children in a different way and have to learn how to, okay. So I'm always the one being the dictator and telling them what to do, but now I have to teach them something. And, um, so that was a fun dynamic to play with, uh, back then, but, um, Yeah, it was. uh, I started um, with that back then and working with families for a very long time and where health and wellness and disciplines and even safety. And it really has accumulated up to this point. And I just I'm very equipped. um, And why I started working specifically, I work with uh, the second half of childhood and then even more specifically with young women, parents of young women in the second half of their childhood. Um, just because I was a young woman that wasn't ready mm-hmm. for adulthood. And um, when I went away uh, after I got my, you know, adulthood keys, you know, <laughs> you, you pass that magic time. Now you're an adult. Um, I wasn't ready. And I, I really got into some hurts and and bad situations that really took decades um, now to face and heal from. And then I was equipped with four uh, daughters of my own, who are four very different daughters. And um, so learning how to do that, plus I serve um, local and global communities of young women. And so it really just was a calling to kind of focus in on that place there.
1: Love it. How, what's the role that the podcast has played in your business growth?
2: Um, connections for sure uh, building mm-hmm. connections in order to do more things. Um, and also just a, a way that I can get the lessons and messages out, um, that are helping, but also broaden the scope of things. I bring in so many amazing experts mm-hmm. to speak. Um, So I I do half and half. Half of the messages are mine. Half of the messages are interviews with these uh, guest experts. And so it's been able to more broaden um, the scope. A perfect example is... um, I am not a financial expert, but I know how important money mindset is that you're Mm -hmm. developing within your childhood, right? So I bring money experts in specifically to speak to what parents could be doing in the second half of childhood to Mm -hmm. help your child develop good money mindsets instead of lack or, you know, dependency and all of these things. So um, yeah, that's a perfect example right there yeah that's a great example
1: my goodness (laughs) so important (laughs) awesome and so um your podcast is just almost see oh it's about three quarters of a year old now (laughs) right how many episodes do you have now
2: um let's see i think i have so many recorded ahead so it's hard to uh i think i'm right around maybe
1: 36 awesome about right (laughs) creeping up on that that 50 mark (laughs) i know (laughs) right i'm gonna throw a party (laughs) yeah absolutely um so for those people who are in our audience today that are thinking about still thinking about their podcast, what would you say to them
2: i would say you know nothing is going to be perfect before you pull the plug to do it. And someone gave me some great advice long before I ever actually started podcasting. And, um, but it was when I was starting to percolate on the idea and they said, it doesn't matter who you are. If you are the, you know, the big dogs, you got the Brendan Burchards and the Amy Porterfields and all this. Uh, and they said, if you, if those people go back and one of them was speaking, um, I don't remember who it was. I was at a conference that had a slew of them, all these uh, big uh, influencers today. But they said, if you go if I go back and listen to my first 20 episodes, I cringe. Mm -hmm. And and that is just to say no one is going to be perfect. Episode Mm -hmm. one. But. The actual act of podcasting gets you better. And so you won't get better until you actually get your feet in the water and you are practicing your delivering and how you speak and you're clarifying your message. And Mm. all of that happens as a part of the process, not before the process. And so Mm. I just say, if, if it is in
1: you, it's for you and go for it. We love it. Great advice. And you know, it's interesting that, you know, even you said this uh, earlier that you've kind of shifted the focus and of the content too. And so I often see this happening within the first 20 episodes where you start the podcast thinking you're going to talk about this, but actually when you start talking about, you realize it's more like over here, did that kind of happen to you as well? Or was it an intentional shift because that was what was happening in your business?
2: Uh, probably a little bit of both. Um, okay. I would say, and I just, as an entrepreneur, and I've been an entrepreneur long enough to know that the ideas, just like you said, the ideas when you start are going to shift and uh, manifest themselves in different ways as they go along. And so being open to that and not being locked in to say, well, when I started this you know, last August or last July... When I started this, this is what I said I was going to do. So this is what I must do. And then having that misalignment between Mm -hmm. what you feel called to speak into and what you are speaking Mm -hmm. into, that's just going to, um, like cloud your message and muddy your message. And so just being open to being on that journey Mm -hmm. and letting your audience come along with you because Mm -hmm. that's what we all do. And -hmm. if you're genuine to that, then they'll understand that too and be even more inclined to listen.
1: Yeah, I love that because uh, this is where we see pod fade happening out is that those that shift that happens and or thinking that the podcast can't change with you changing or um, shifting or getting more focused. So uh, it's really great uh, advice to hear because uh, it is not it's not a st- something that has to stay the same all the time, <laughs> which yeah. I, when I first started, I thought it did. And I think that's what t- probably took me so long to get started. Thinking that it had to stay the same all the time, all the way through, where in actual fact, I think there's so much personal development that happens as a podcast oh, host. Right? So much. Yeah. You're using your voice in a different way than probably most of us are used to. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I love it. Uh, what's been your favorite thing so far?
2: Um, yeah. Like I
1: said, just uh, being with people and getting
2: to uh, know more people. That's and, and formulating the messages has also been great because then mm-hmm. I have a kind of a focus for the week. I have yeah. something that I am working on, mm-hmm. but man, I've just learned so much from people. I had a guest on that talked about what to do around the family dining room table. And, you know, it was just so funny. Like she had all these games and everything to play. Cool. And that's an, uh, that episode came out a few weeks ago Oh, I'm gonna so have to, go good.
1: to listen to that one. I haven't heard oh, that one it yet. Is so good.
2: It is so good. And, um, you know, she's a kitchen confidence coach. Um, so it was, But the thing is, it was so much less about cooking than what to actually do, what to actually do Mm. around the dining room table. There was games that she recommended (laughs) and all of
1: these things. Um, So it was so fun. I was like, I want to come eat dinner at your house. Love it. It So fun. But yeah, that's so great. Oh, so awesome. Well, Nelly, thank you so, so much for spending this time with us. So you guys can find Nelly's podcast at 6570 Family Project is the podcast name. And you can find more information about her and how to work with her at Nellieharden.com. And Nellie, anything else you want? Oh, you have a free group for parents. If any of our listeners are parents, which I'm sure they all are, <laughs> come on in and uh, share where to, where to sign up for that group.
2: Um, yep. That is in uh, Facebook. It's a private group. It's called the Family Architects Club. And um, you can
1: come on in there and we would love to have you. Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, this has been another great behind the mic interview. Nellie, thanks for sharing your stories of our podcast creation and journey with us. We appreciate it so much. And we look forward to chatting with you again after those 50 episodes, right? Oh, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Awesome. All right. And you find family. Go out there and have a fabulous week. We'll see you again next week. Thanks, Nellie.